0: everyone welcome back to capes and japes uh we are recording this episode at a weird time uh due to some technical difficulties uh so if we have kind of a weird vibe that's why it's because it's a different time and not because we are just inherently weird people (laughs)
1: Well, I mean, I think it's kind of both of those. Also, if it if I specifically have a weird vibe, it's because I'm very loud at every piece of technology. Did I say I'm very loud?
0: You did say you were very loud at every piece of technology. <laughs> I wasn't very... quite sure where that was going. I'm very mad. <laughs> just, just sort of, I mean, mad is really the loud of emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to talk this
1: episode. (laughs) It's just going to be Olivia telling me stuff, and every once in a while I'll go, "Mm,
0: Mmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. mm, Mmm. Mmm. You should just record a soundboard of you making some noises and use it when you don't feel like talking.
1: (laughs) That's incredible. Taking that bite of the peppermint patty before we started recording was a really bad idea. (laughs) (laughs)
0: How could it be? How could a peppermint patty ever be a bad idea? It's sticking in my teeth.
1: Oh no, a bad idea. But it's very delicious.
0: That's really, that's really the curse.
1: It does make me feel better. My burgeoning stress headache is fading. Oh, well that's good. All right, okay. All right. I know who we're talking about today, but Olivia, who are we talking about today?
0: Yes, so uh, today... I think we might have mentioned this last week when we talked about, uh, Piotr Rasputin, uh, Colossus of the X-Men, uh, but we are going to talk about his sister, Ileana, his younger sister, also known as, uh, Magic with a K, um, who, uh, is (laughs) very different Uh, than her brother is. She's had a very different mutant experience. (laughs) Uh, so Ileana, as we mentioned when we talked about, uh, Piotr, is first introduced as part of his backstory. Um, she is, uh, like, she's, like, six, or she's a young child when he's being recruited to the X-Men, uh, and he first discovers his mutant powers, uh, by turning into metal to, uh, push her out of the way of a runaway tractor on their family farm, uh, near Siberia. Um, and she still, uh, obviously, uh, exists throughout, like, uh, Piotr's early X-Men career, Um, she's actually, she's, like, referred to as his younger sister for, like, the first few years, uh, and then in, like, uh, the early 1980s, uh, it's revealed that her name is Ileana. Not like it was a big secret, but just, like, (laughs) they give her a name, um, and... Secret name. Secret name. Um, Piotr obviously... Cares about her a lot. He cares about his family. He's on pretty good terms with them. Uh, unlike some X-Men. Um, and she, uh, at one point she spends, uh, most of her time obviously still in, in Russia just being, like, referred to by Piotr and he, like, writes her letters and stuff. Um, and then, uh... At one, uh, in the early 80s, she, uh, is kidnapped by the supervillain Arcade, um, who kidnaps a bunch of X-Men's, uh, loved ones because he's trying to get them to fight Doctor Doom for some reason, (laughs) um, which it seems like they would already be inclined to do, Uh, cause they're kind of, you know, on opposite sides, but he wants it to happen right now immediately. Um, so he kidnaps Ileana along with other various, you know, X-Men associates, uh, and uses them as hostages to coerce the X-Men to fight Dr. Doom. And then after that's dealt with and the hostages are rescued, uh, Ileana ends up staying at the, uh the mansion with, uh, Piotr for a little bit. Um, she is also a mutant. Um, her powers specifically, she does a whole bunch of other stuff, which we'll talk about, but her, like, personal mutant powers is she, uh, can teleport. Um, and first of all, it's very funny to me, because their, um, their older brother, uh, Mikhail, who they thought was dead, but actually he was being, like, experimented on as, like, a Russian cosmonaut, he has, like, some sort of, like, energy, dimensional, warping power, um, and Ileana has these teleportation powers. (laughs) And then Piotr just (laughs) turns into metal. (laughs) He just turns into metal. It's extremely straightforward. He just gets really strong in metal.
1: Classic metal child.
0: You're <laughs> so true. Um, but she has uh, these teleportation powers. She is able to, like, summon these teleportation disks. These, like, stepping disks, they're referred to um which i think is a reference to like a uh a larry niven science fiction novel um but she can use them to teleport uh and also to time travel uh and the way that works is she is tapping into another dimension called limbo uh, which is basically, like, a hell dimension. It's populated by demons, uh, and also it has, like, a bunch of weird space-time stuff happening. Uh, so she's, like, using the energy of Limbo or, like, like, instantaneously sort of, like, traveling through Limbo to, like, appear someplace else. Um, I think this is before her powers actually, like, before her mutant powers actually manifest, um, there's this, uh, demon from Limbo, uh, named Belasco, who is aware of Eliana's power and wants to, like, train her to, uh, to, like, become his demon apprentice and like use her powers to like open a portal to summon these elder gods. You know, just classic classic now, demon behavior. Yeah, normal things. Normal things. Um so he kidnaps Ileana while she's at the X-Men mansion. Um And she spends, uh, about a decade in limbo. But because of weird space-time stuff, it doesn't pass the same as in our world. So she reappears, like, not too long after, but she's, like, ten years older. She's a teen now. Um, and also because of weird space-time stuff, the, um, the X-Men go after her after he kidnaps her and uh, attempt to rescue her. But because of weird space-time stuff, two possibilities happen simultaneously. Um, where one is the X-Men get her out, but they're all trapped in limbo. And the other one is they fail and Iliana's still trapped in limbo. So she's In limbo, along with a bunch of alternate versions of the X-Men, um, who are just, like, trying to, like, survive in limbo on their own as, like, Belasco is, like, gradually killing them. Um, so she is being trained by Belasco and, oh boy, there's a bunch of, uh... It's a character named Magic with magic powers, so there's going to be a bunch of complicated magic lore (laughs) to deal with. Um, So Belasco is trying to, in order to do what he wants to do, he needs to create these bloodstones. And the bloodstones are created... From Ileana's soul, specifically by making her more evil. So, like, the more corrupted her soul gets, uh, every time she levels up in evilness, uh, a new bloodstone forms. And he needs five of them.
1: That's weird.
0: Yeah, I, it's... (laughs) It's, uh magic stuff. Um, this, uh, while this is going on, um, the alternate version of storm intervenes, the version of storm who is trapped in limbo, who, um, has (laughs) taught herself, (laughs) taught herself cool magic, uh, presumably because she's in a hell dimension and like controlling the weather, like doesn't really do much. Um, so she was like, damn, I guess I'll just become a witch. You love to see it. Which is, you know, love to see just women taking charge. Um, so she, uh, is able, she kind of, like, gets Ileana away from Belasco and starts teaching her, um, like, non-evil magic. Uh, and then she's, um, there's a version, there's also an alternate version of Kitty Pride, who's stuck in limbo, um, who's much older because of weird time stuff, um, who's just going by cat, uh, and for whatever reason, she doesn't like any magic, so she, takes Ileana away from Storm, and is like, now listen to me, I'm gonna teach you real shit, and, like, trains her to, like, sword fight and stuff. I also do love this. (laughs) Yeah, which also rules. Um, and because of this, um, she forms this, like, magic psychic link with both Storm and Kitty um why have i
1: not already read this <laughs> what am i, I doing know. here
0: <laughs> <laughs> i got to go episode over um oh no just turn on your soundboard it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so um a, a magic psychic link which carries over into, once she gets out of Limbo, and she's back, spoiler, she escapes from Limbo, and she comes back to the regular dimension. <laughs> um, it carries over, so she also has a psychic bond with, like, regular universe, like Storm and Kitty, but uh, they mostly really focus on the one with Kitty, um, and that's... <laughs> As alluded to, uh, when we talked about Kitty last time, um, a lot of the reason why people were reading Kitty as bi is because she has this very intense thing with Ileana where, like, their souls are magically connected forever, um, and it gets, um, their, uh, it can be very extra.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hello. Yes. 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 Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, hi. Um, yes. (laughs) Absolutely, yes.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, all of that, um, she, uh, ends up, um, she ends up being, uh, recaptured by Belasco, but now she's like, I learned all this cool magic and also sword fighting, and I'm gonna- plot to, like, overthrow this demon, basically, um, and she is able to, um, use her magic to create this weapon, uh, called the soul sword, um, which, uh, is, as the name implies, like, Part of her soul, like drawn from the energy of her soul um that uh in an extremely like d and d move um gets like more elaborate and rad looking the more she uses it <laughs> good um great, so it's uh, a sword that doesn't attack it doesn't like have a, a physical effect, but it can be used to, like, disrupt, like, magic spells and effects, um, and also other, like, weird, uh, like, psychic constructs and things that aren't really there, um, and also because of their psychic bond, it can this is a bad effect of the psychic bond but it can like hurt kitty even when kitty's in her like phased form um i i i don't know what the circumstances are where they figured that out um but iliana spoilers again iliana has kind of gone evil a couple times so <laughs> one of those maybe um but she creates this sword um she also, I think this is later, um, but she, uh, she gets this, like, also very D&D, uh, thing where when she uses the sword, she starts, like, uh, like, mystical armor starts appearing on her body, um, and it's, like, a new, like, a new piece of armor every time. Um which um is very cool. Um she has like a lot of um I I think I don't know if her like she has this like iconic sort of like head piece that's got like these like three sort of like prongs on each side. Um and I don't know if that's part of her cool sword armor because it does sort of match the sword. Um or if that's a later thing, uh, cause there've been a f- like some appearances where, um, she's like wearing the X-Men suit and then sometimes she has kind of like full armor and then like more recent designs tend to be kind of, uh, sexier. Um, which uh, I mean, on the one hand, like they are like good designs, but I'm also like, no full suit of magic armor. <laughs>
1: Let her have it. Also, she needs to be taller.
0: She must be tall. Um. Let her be tall. Let her be beefy. God, so right. Um, but, so she, uh, creates this sword. She goes on, you know, teaching herself magic. Um, and she's able to, uh, use her power, um, To defeat Belasco and, like, take over as, uh, the ruler of Limbo. Um, and when she does, she gets, um, like, little demon horns and a tail and fangs. And that is prime character design. (laughs) Good! Yes! Um, but, uh, she is able to, uh... Once she overthrows Belasco, she's able to return to Earth, um, basically at the same time that she was kidnapped for everybody else, but she's a decade older. (laughs) Um, and she's like, well, I'm a teen, I have all these, uh, fun powers, I guess I'll go join the new mutants.
1: Seems about as good as any.
0: Yeah, you know, it's about, um, as good a plan as you could have. Uh, it's, like, sort of, I think, I, I think the New Mutants are, like, probably the team she's, like, most associated with. Uh, she is, I think, like, helping, like, she's part of the current incarnation, the, like, House of X version of the New Mutants, um, and also she was in the movie, which I did not see. Um It's on I HBO am- Max,
1: apparently.
0: I guess I might watch it. I'm a little bit furious because um I do love Anya Taylor Joy, and I think she is a good casting choice for Ileana. Um
1: Okay. So let's let's do uh 'cause we did still sorry everybody, we still haven't done uh <laughs> Snyder verse. Uh, bonus episode. But maybe we will do Snyderverse bonus episode and New Mutants bonus episode?
0: I I would be down for both of those. I totally, oh my god, I totally forgot that April ended. Right? Um, Where'd it go? Where'd it go, you guys? It was, it's gone. (laughs) Dang. Um, we should watch New Mutants for a bonus episode. Um, I am, like... What I was gonna say, I am, like, I really like Ileana, I really like Anya Taylor-Joy, I think that's, like, a good casting choice. Um, I'm mad that it wasn't used for a good movie, um, and now they can't use Anya Taylor-Joy for, like, a different MCU role (laughs) that she could, like, do more with, because she was in a bad movie, and now Ileana probably won't show up again. Maybe she will, I guess, who knows, um, but anyways, um, so she joins, um, she joins the New Mutants, and it's while she's on the New Mutants that she, um, she sort of kicks off the X-Men crossover event, uh, Inferno, um which happens in 1989, which involves a, um, a bunch of demons invading Earth. Um, famously the event where they reveal (laughs) that, um, uh, Scott Summers' new wife, who he married because she looked exactly like Jean Grey, is in fact a clone of Jean Grey, um, and she, uh, sort of has a breakdown about it, um, but, uh, yeah, you know, um, it's a lot, um, but, in, in addition to a whole bunch of other stuff happening in this, uh, crossover, but, uh, it kicks off because, uh, she is teleporting, uh, she's teleporting the new mutants, uh, and they get stuck in limbo, um, and she is, uh, basically, like, tricked by one of the demons there into, uh, like, fully, like, embracing her demonic powers, uh, and using them to open a gateway back to Earth, uh, but, the demons are able to use this gateway to also go to Earth. And then there's a bunch of demons on Earth and this whole crossover is about <laughs> trying to deal with that. And Mr. Sinister is there. Dealing with demons with Mr. Sinister. Exactly. <laughs> a lot a lot of X-Men events are kind of and Mr. Sinister is there. <laughs> <laughs> um so she uh Is also the one who is able to, uh, sort of get rid of the demons, um, because she, uh, she's going to, uh, to go back to stay in limbo and, like, live there as its ruler, and then she can, like, order all the demons to come back, and, uh, Earth will be safe, um, but wolfsbane another one of the new mutants um is like well we don't want you to do that that sucks (laughs) um that's not that's not a good plan um so instead she's able to like summon all of her powers to uh create like one big teleportation portal that uh sends all the demons back to limbo She, like, gives up, basically, like, her magic powers and, like, her soul sword. Um, and, like, banishes all the demons. And because of this, is turned back into a seven-year-old child. Wild. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is, like... (laughs) It's, you know, it's demon magic and weird space-time stuff. So they can just be like, it happened because of demon magic and weird space-time stuff. Yeah! (sighs) Um, we don't have to come up with, you know, a fake comic book science reason. It's just magic, baby. Um, she, uh, the soul sword, um, ends up manifesting, uh... Uh, for Kitty, because of their, uh, very important, meaningful, psychic connection. Um, Kitty, who is in England with Excalibur at the time, um, and she ends up giving it to Amanda Sefton, who's, uh, Nightcrawler's, like, adopted sister slash love interest, uh who's also a magic user, who uses the soul sword, um, and also goes by magic for, um, a time while Ileana is, uh, de-aged. And, uh, it's like the early 2000s, I think. Um, she, uh... Takes over his magic. She also does some stuff, uh, in limbo. T- meanwhile, um, Ileana is, uh, back to being a child. Um, her and, uh, she, her and Piotr's, uh, parents get killed, I think by people who are looking for Ileana. Um, so bummer. she, uh, big bummer. So she comes to- Firetruck. Um, she moves back into the <laughs> X-Men mansion again. Just a real roller coaster <laughs> for this poor girl. Um, and then she uh as we talked about with uh Piotr, she uh becomes sick with the legacy virus, which is a virus that is specifically deadly to mutants. Um And she dies, um, and Piotr, obviously, (laughs) extremely bereft about this, uh, ends up sacrificing himself, uh, in order to cure the virus for reasons that simply make no sense at all. (laughs) But we already complained about that when we talked about (laughs) it. Um... It is, uh, it is absurd. Um, so, after this, in, like, the mid-2000s, um, Belasco, the demon, he's back, um, decides that he wants to resurrect Iliana and he recreates a version of her based on, like, the parts of her soul that still exist in Limbo. Um, but it's not, like, the real her, because it doesn't have her real soul. Um, and she, uh, is referred to as, uh, as the Dark Child with an E at the end.
1: Ooh. Ooh
0: edgy, edgy magic stuff. Um, so she, uh, is for a little while, like, um, sort of soulless, semi-evil. Um, she, uh, tries to, uh, tries to use, um, another one of the, like, one of the new X-Men Pixies soul to create a new soul sword um and then it uh it only partly works and pixie ends up with like a soul dagger um and then like Iliana and Pixie also have like a weird psychic magic connection like <laughs> uh women be creating psychic bonds with other women <laughs> um and she, uh, Eliana, she's, like, trying to, like, reclaim her soul, but also to, like, use magic to, like, become super powerful. Um, and, uh, fights a bunch of, <laughs> fights a bunch of various demons and stuff. Um, is, uh, gets into a, um... A fight with Belasco's daughter, um, who is like, I'm the rightful ruler of Limbo, and I'm gonna kill Ileana. Um, and then stuff about, there's stuff with the bloodstones and the soul sword, and it's a magic lore. It's a bunch of demon magic lore. (laughs) Um, but, uh, Ileana is able to, I think recover some of her soul again with um with the help of Pixie who she has this magic bond with now um but she's like she's kind of different afterwards um she's like not quite the same and she still has like uh like she's sort of more emotionally distant um <laughs> um And then at some point, she is, uh, she gets, I think she manages to get her soul back. And the part of Pixie's soul back that, uh, she's sort of responsible for, uh, taking. Um, but she does it through, like, kind of, like, tricking the rest of the X-Men to, like, help her go to limbo Um, and, uh, fight a bunch of demons, um, and then admits to Cyclops that, uh, she did lie to the X-Men and put them all in danger, um, for personal reasons. But the reasons of, like, getting her soul back, which to me seems like she should have that, (laughs) um, but... I didn't read this. I don't know how, you know, extreme this was. Um, But, uh, Cyclops puts her in the X-Brig, which is a fun X-Men prison that they had built under the school. Um,
1: My dogs do not like the idea of a prison under the school.
0: (laughs) I mean, your dogs are right. Um, To me, this sounds, again, just reading about this out of context, to me this sounds a little extreme for somebody who, like, admitted that what they did was wrong and, like, is, like, I mean, she's not, she doesn't feel bad about it, but it doesn't seem like she's, like, I love to lie to the X-Men and I'm gonna do it forever. Uh, But maybe she is. Maybe she says that to... Scott Summers, and he's like, well, no go on that, um, but she is, um, she is in the X-Brig occasionally being brought out to help them on missions for a while until, I think until, um, she, she and Piotr and Emma and Scott and Namor all get Phoenix powers, (laughs) um, And then they're the, the Phoenix Five, and then, uh, her and Piotr and Namor lose their powers, and then Emma and Scott are the Phoenix Two, (laughs) and then it's just Scott. (laughs) Um, but, uh, she, the, um, getting, briefly having Phoenix Force powers messes with her actual powers, um, and she, like, starts, like, she destroys some of Limbo every time she, like, creates a portal. Um, because she's, like, sucking out all of its energy. Um, and at some point she uses enough that she just sort of, like, uh, like, sucks Limbo out of existence. Um.
1: I mean, did we really need it?
0: I don't know. She does, she goes and she finds... Doctor Strange, and asks him to help teach her magic, so she can, like, get better control of her powers, and she ends up creating Limbo again, um, so it's possible that it needs to exist for some sort of, like, cosmic balance reasons, um, and, like, also, like, maybe. There were, like, there were a bunch of living beings there. Oh, they were all yeah. demons. but Do like, they I don't know come like, back. They come back, I think, when she recreates it. Um I, I don't really know, like, I don't know what the Marvel Universe like ethical stance is on, like, demons and, you know, how evil they are. Um, are they murderable? Let's ask the experts. Yeah. If you just got rid of a bunch of them, would that be really bad or would that be good for the world? Um she is currently again she is uh working with the the new the new new mutants. Um the current incarnation of the new mutants. Um, doing, uh, you know, doing, uh, her fun magic stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good for her. I, um, good for her. I really like Ileana. Um, I like a lot of her designs. I obviously think, uh, you know, cool magic sword, cool, uh, magic armor, sometimes has horns in the tail. Uh, is a great vibe. Um, I like, um, <laughs> I like that sometimes she is a, uh, a mean blonde girl, and apparently that's my, like, number one favorite X Men, uh, trope. Um, I wish, uh, I wish she didn't get so many, uh, horny outfits. Um, And also, I wish so much of her lore was not, uh, so confusing, uh, and complicated. But, um, I like her. I like when, uh, she, she and Piotr obviously have had their, uh, sort of ups and downs. Um, but I like when they, uh, care about each other. Um and I like when she gets horns in the tail and I think they should uh do that more often.
1: Yeah. That's I like uh, I like the part where she gets to have like cool te- telepathic connections to people.
0: I like um the telepathic connections to powerful women. <laughs> um that's uh that sort of top tier for me. That is
1: the good shit.
0: <laughs> that is, as they say, the good shit. Um, did you have, uh, anything else? No, I,
1: most of what I knew before this about Iliana was from, a Tumblr user Pencil Scratchits, who has oh. a very good Ileana design. Um has very good x-men designs in general but i'm really glad that we are talking about more x-men because i keep seeing (laughs) x-men on her blog and i'm just like wow i wish i knew more about this to see if it's like funnier knowing about it it's still very funny (laughs) but is it funnier (laughs) yeah
0: let me give me that (laughs) that like one post that's like Hold on, let me Google something real quick. Okay, yeah, this is funny.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Hold on, let me Google all the elements of
0: this. Yes. (laughs) Um, I did, um, I did read some comics. (gasps) I did not. I, I bought some comics and I read them. Um, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I know. Specifically, I bought, uh, the first issue of the new, uh, Robin solo book, um, about Damien, um, which I am extremely hooked on right out the gate, uh, specifically because, um, the concept of it, or at least of the first arc, um, and this isn't a spoiler because it's, like, on the cover and it's, like, the first thing Damien says, um, is that he's, Going to this, like, island fighting tournament that's run by the League of Lazarus, um, where all of the best and most deadly fighters in the world have a, a big tournament where they all battle each other, um, okay. and, yeah, and I'd read about this and I was like, this sounds like, you know, that one arc that happens in every anime, um, which I think they also knew because there is, this is the, I, I guess this is, if you don't want to know anything about the comic, then don't listen to this, uh, but there is a page that was the page that got me to be like, okay, well, I'm gonna read all of this, where, um, Damien is sitting on a rooftop reading a volume of manga, um but it's and they have like they've drawn out like the page of the manga in the comic but it's not like it's not a manga like about like a fighting tournament it's like a shojo manga about like a a guy and a girl like expressing themselves through art
1: um I love that
0: <laughs> And it's so cute <laughs> It's so, it's just, like, it shows, like, this, like, one page from this, like, made-up manga. And then it's, like, (laughs) Damien, like, quietly talking out loud at, like, to the characters as he's reading it. I'm like, oh, no, that's really cute.
1: A darling boy.
0: (laughs) My sweet boy. Um, and then he goes, um, he goes to an, uh, island, uh, fight tournament. Because you gotta. (laughs) Um,
1: I hope Rock Lee is there.
0: God. Uh, They do have uh, the new character uh, of Flatline. uh, Who has an extremely fun design. Uh, So excited to see more of her. Um, I also picked up uh, the first trade paperback of uh, Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil run, uh, which I have been meaning to, like, properly read for forever, um, uh, very different vibes from Robin, um, very, you know, obviously, uh, Daredevil and, and noir and, uh, violent, um, but very, very good so far, um, very cool, very uh, very fun daredevil, grim dark vibes, but not like, not upsettingly grim dark. Just you know, sort of like uh, daredevil and you know, brooding and and noirish, that shit. Um. So uh yes also oh my god the cat is losing it outside of my door <laughs> um i guess i should uh the cat says wrap Hurry this up so, yeah i'll wrap this up so i can uh rescue this cat so uh if you want to keep up with us online you can follow us on twitter a tumblr a instagram and a facebook um Twitter is where we are the most active out of all of those. If you do want to see more stuff, um, you can just find all of those at Capes and Japes on their respective platforms. Uh, we have an email address that, cape, that is capesandjapes at gmail.com if you want to send us anything there. Uh, we have a Discord server um, where you should, can and should, uh, come and join us and, uh, talk about, uh, fixes for laptop memory and, uh, new Taz trailer and, uh, Shadow and Bone were some of the topics that were discussed today. Um, we, uh, we also have a Patreon <laughs> As alluded to earlier, we did forget, uh, about April, um, but that means if you join Patreon, you can get two bonus episodes this month, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, if you can't support us on Patreon, uh, another way to help out the show that, uh, really means a lot is leaving a rating uh, and or review of the show where you listen to it. Um, a, uh, also telling a friend about the show if you think they'd be interested, uh, is very cool, um, and helps us out a lot. And also just, uh, just coming back and joining us. As you have done today, we sure do appreciate it. Thank you for being here on this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia.
1: And I have been Briar. And, as always, you gotta make a telepathic connection with an extremely powerful woman. It's the only way to live.
0: Listen, you just gotta. (laughs)